0: Hey there, it's Jake. Before we jump in, I wanted to let you know that this episode of The Online Hustle is a bit of a time capsule. It's from a podcast I used to run between 2012 and 2016. You're going to hear some references to that show, uh, to businesses and content that may have changed or may not even exist anymore. Welcome back to the show. This is episode number ten of the Multimedia Marketing Show. We've got Lewis House, who is not only an expert LinkedIn marketer or an expert in LinkedIn, but he's also uh, run so many webinars over his years that he's an expert at running webinars. Now, in a few episodes ago, I, I spoke a little bit about how I enjoyed his his book, The Ultimate Webinar Marketing Guide. So I really thought that you would get some value out of hearing a little bit about Lewis and how to go about running a webinar. So We've got him on the show this week to discuss a little bit how you go about setting up a webinar and he shares some absolute gold. So rather than put it off any longer, let's get straight into this week's interview. Lewis, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. All right. So going back a few weeks, Lewis, I mentioned you on on an earlier episode because I was um, looking at holding some webinars myself and asking a few people around the traps as to good resources on webinars. Your name kept popping up. So I went out and purchased the Ultimate Webinar Marketing Guide just on the Kindle and for such a dry subject, I felt that you presented it and explained it in such an engaging way. So I thought, gee, I need to get you on the show. <laughs>
1: I tried to tell some good stories in there, but it's a work in progress.
0: Yeah, it really is. I was very surprised how much I enjoyed the book. Yeah, you've done an awesome job with that. Now, as you're probably aware, the premise of this particular show is multimedia marketing. So while webinars is not exactly multimedia marketing, it's certain, certainly a platform to actually uh, offer sales for everybody doing this. So, I'd love to go into, in this episode, a little bit about how you hold a successful webinar. How does that sound?
1: Sounds great to me.
0: Awesome. So for those a few listeners out there who may not know a little bit about you, Lewis, how about you give us a little bit about your background and uh, what has brought you to where you are now?
1: Sure. Yeah, I used to play professional football back in 2007, 2006, 2007, and that was my dream my entire childhood was... Being a professional athlete, I thought to myself, if I could get paid to run around and hit people and throw a football and catch a football, then that would be a pretty sweet dream come true, I thought in my mind. And I made my dream come true. I played arena football in the United States, which is indoor football. It's not the NFL, but it's about a step below. And I was working my way towards the NFL. However, I I had a career-ending injury. I broke my wrist in a game and had to recover for about... 12 months from this injury. I couldn't really work out for a while. So I, I decided to retire from playing football anymore. <clears throat> and I was trying to figure out I was in I had three credit cards, I was in debt-in, I was had student loans, I was sleeping on my sister's couch for this entire year and a half while I was recovering from this, this surgery and this injury. And I was trying to figure out what my next move was going to be. And I realized that I didn't really want to go work for someone. I didn't think a nine to five type of job was something that I was built for or made for. Once you're getting paid to wear a helmet and hit people in the head, you don't really want to go sit on a desk uh, uh, and and take orders from a boss when you felt like you're on top of the world as an athlete. So I decided to figure out how was I going to make money on my own? How could I be an entrepreneur or make money, be my own boss. And I started actually researching a lot of bloggers at the time who were making money. I was reading different blogs, learning about online businesses. Social media started to become a huge topic around that time. And actually, one of your previous guests, Chris Brogan, I was He was one of the blogs that I started reading early on, actually, about how to leverage social media, how to grow an audience, how to generate sales online, and things like that. And I started following him and a bunch of other people and just learning about how they did it. I would reverse engineer products they would create, how they would write uh, email copy, and just study what everyone did. And then I just copied a little bit of what they did and and applied some of my own thoughts and ideas to it. And uh, from there really took off. I wrote a a couple of books early on and then created one product which led to many more products which led to where I'm at today.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Uh, That's a really interesting story and um, it's amazing. I guess probably what doesn't come out in that quick intro is uh, how much time and effort you actually had to put into to becoming what you are now. What didn't come to you easy?
1: Yeah, I definitely, for the first year and a half, I didn't make a dollar. And I remember thinking to myself, when am I going to be able to move into my own apartment and be able to take care of myself? I'm 25 years old, and I was thinking, gosh, I'm a grown-ass man, and I still live in my sister's place. And it was just more of, maybe it's more of an ego thing, or it was just like, I needed to be able to take care of myself. And at the moment, I couldn't take care of myself. My basic needs were not met. I couldn't provide my own food for myself. I couldn't buy myself clothes. And I couldn't pay for my own apartment. For me, it was just like I had nowhere else to go except for learning how to make money and learning how to provide for myself. And I spent all day, all night studying, researching, taking action. I had mentors. I was doing whatever I could to finally figure it out. And I didn't stop. I really didn't sleep until I figured it out.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, so moving on to continuing to paint the picture a little bit. So LinkedIn is where you become... Really, an expert. I believe you started off holding in person events.
1: That's correct. Yeah. I, I realized that I was building this large audience pretty fast on LinkedIn. I was spending probably six to eight hours a day on there for a number of months, really just trying to connect with people to see what type of business opportunities were out there. And at the time, I was looking for job opportunities, but I didn't want to take any of them. I was just like, what is out there? So I was connecting with these decision makers and these hiring managers. And I built this huge network pretty fast. I was creating these different business-related groups in various cities and just trying to learn all about LinkedIn and see what other people were doing. And I said to myself, I started going to local social media events and they were lame. And I said, okay, I think I could throw a better event than this. And I think I could get more people here. So I I threw an event and I had 350 people show up and I sold about $1,000 worth of sponsorships for like little tables, like little booze. And <clears throat> I said, wow, this is this the first money I made. It was 1000 bucks from this event. And I said, I wonder if I could charge people for this event and if they would still show up as opposed to making it free. So the next one I did, I charged $5 and 400 people showed up. And I said, wow, okay. And I sold sponsorships. And I said, okay, I wonder if I can <clears throat> charge more for this and if people would show up. And charge more for sponsorships. So I kept increasing the sales. I kept, I started charging $10, $20. I was increasing my sponsorships. I thought, okay, what if I charged, asked the place, the restaurant or the bar that I was hosting it at, what if I asked them if I could get a commission on sales for any food and bar sales for the three hour period? So I started to make an extra 15, 20% from all food and bar sales from 500 people. That all adds up. Then I wrote a book about LinkedIn and started selling my book at the event. So I started to learn how to leverage these events to generate more income, started getting clients. I started doing consulting about LinkedIn. All these different things stemmed from building an audience on LinkedIn. And the goal was to bring people together to add value to them, to help them grow their business. And while I was doing that, I realized that I could start charging for different things. That's really how it all got started for me.
0: All right, then how did you make your way from holding physical events all around the country to moving into the webinar space?
1: You know, I realized that events were really starting to to drain my energy. I was promoting these things and I would travel around the country and hosting these events. It was just a lot of time consuming. I said, I don't want to do any more events. I I think I did 20 in the first year (coughs) and they were getting me by, but they weren't generating passive income and it wasn't really smart money coming in. I remember... I was trying to figure out really how to create products online, but I had no clue what I was doing. I didn't know how to write copy. I didn't know how to do anything technical with sales pages, and I had this LinkedIn book that I wrote. However, and there was a guy named Joel Com, who asked me to come on a webinar that he was hosting a bootcamp series about social media, and he didn't know anyone else who was talking about LinkedIn, and he had an expert on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, and luckily I had met him at an event just before this and was pitching him on why he should use LinkedIn to help him in his internet marketing company. And so I got on this webinar with him and I didn't have a product, but he said, I want you to have some type of training or some type of product where we can sell at the very end. You're going to give 60 minutes of great content for free. And then you can offer something at the end. I had no clue what I was doing, but I offered basically like a three day live training on advanced LinkedIn strategies for people at the very end. And, Long story short, I made sixty three hundred dollars in that first webinar I did to his audience and was blown away at that. for me, that was the most money I'd ever made in my life, basically, in a day, and, and let alone like a probably a month. And I was blown away that he could do that online. And it was like this aha moment for me. I was like, wow, I don't have to. I was literally in my underwear in, on behind a computer screen just presenting on a topic that i know so much about linkedin and i was able to sell my information to people who wanted to learn how to accelerate their business and grow their business using linkedin after that and i said wow i could do this every single day if i want to make sixty-three hundred dollars on a webinar and i said how can i perfect this system how can i make more sales how can i add more value to people what can I, who can I find to promote these webinars? So I started really diving into that whole system of webinars and learning everything you could about it. And it's been pretty interesting over the last couple of years doing webinars.
0: Yeah. So, how many webinars do you think you would have held by now?
1: And I think six months ago, I think I tried to do the numbers. I've, I probably did over 500 about six months ago. So I've started doing a lot less, probably only doing a few a month right now, but I was doing, Some weeks I was doing like 10 a week. It was insane. And when I could, I was just, I couldn't line them up fast enough, basically. like Once people heard that I was able to add that much value and and generate a lot of sales and webinars... It was like I was signing people up every day I could to promote me.
0: Yeah, certainly. 500 webinars plus makes you an expert. So you've gone on, you've written a book about it. You've created a number of programs, well, one in particular, I think, was it uh, Magnetic Webinars around holding webinars? Correct. Okay, let's move on to the actionable steps here for our listeners. Who should be holding webinars? Anyone who
1: has a product, a service, an expertise, a software, or events that they would like to sell. You could also have some type of membership site or things like that. But if you've got a product or service software or event, or you're an expert at something, then that's who should be doing webinars.
0: Yeah. Okay. So products, is this a digital product or can this be a physical product as well?
1: This can be both. Now, the majority of people that I work with and the majority of products that I sell are digital. For me, it's, just, it's easier to sell a digital product and it's easier to manage the process of shipping stuff or not shipping stuff afterwards. But we do work. I do help people who do have physical products and they still do extremely well. they just the profit margin in isn't as high as a digital product.
0: Yep. Okay. No problems. All right. So what I'd like to do now, Lewis, is let's do a bit of a case study. I'll be really selfish here. And let's say I've got my own product here. I've, I want to start holding webinars myself. Uh, now, I'd say that I'm a, I've am gone through the last six months. I own a travel agency here in Melbourne, and I've been shooting a lot of video after the last six months. And I now feel that I've got um, something to offer other businesses um, about uh, how they can go about setting up their own um, video production and getting video out there. So I want to... Hold a webinar and uh, help people out i know nothing about webinars let's go through the process for our listeners and put together a webinar
1: so wait is your product your travel industry or video stuff
0: it's video stuff it's it's definitely video stuff but what makes me an expert in it is the fact that i've been doing it in my other companies
1: gotcha 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 okay so you your product is a video marketing or how-to course absolutely okay So it's a digital course, it's a live training, it's something like that, correct? Yep. Okay, cool. So if you're going to do a webinar and you want to generate some sales for this digital product, then basically you'd want to just, the first thing is you need to either have your own email list or you need to find someone who can promote you who has an email list or an audience online. It could be a big Facebook page, it could be whatever, but you need to figure out how you're going to get people to get on the webinar first. And if you don't have a list, if you can't find someone who has a list or an audience, then you can do Facebook ads or some other ads to drive traffic to a webinar registration page. So that's the first step is figuring out where you're going to drive traffic from to a webinar registration page. The next step would be setting up a clean call to action on a webinar registration page. I like to use gotowebinar.com. They're like the, the standard in the industry Everyone's seems like everyone's been on a webinar from GoToWebinar, so they understand how to use it. So you'd go to webinar.com, sign up for an account there, and set up a webinar registration page with a clean call to action in the title. So it could be the seven-step process for building your business through video marketing. And then you'd have a nice uh, intro paragraph some bullet points of how they're going to what they're going to get out of the webinar how it's going to increase their business by using your strategies and then the opt-in form at the bottom so you're going to drive the traffic there and i'm going to give you kind of a brief synopsis but basically you'd want to spend a couple of days driving traffic to the webinar registration page letting people know about it getting them excited telling them telling them to get on there early <clears throat> once they get on the webinar and it starts you want to make it about 60 minutes long so with that, you can have 30 to 60 slides. You want to create a presentation that's very clean and it has lots of more image focused than text focused and has great examples for your tips, your strategies, things like that. You want to, there's a whole process for actually selling without being salesy. But for the sake of time, you basically want to have a strong introduction that's going to hook people to stick around to the very end. So what's your big promise? What are you going to, What are you going to promise people that they're going to receive if they stick around through the very end? Because if they don't stick around to the very end, then you're going to decrease your chances of getting sales. Once you give them your introduction and you give them your promise of what they're going to learn, you're going to send them through your content. You want to give them some of your best tips possible, your biggest secrets, the best strategies, the things that really work for you or your clients, and give it away. Give them your best stuff. Don't be afraid to hold back and just give basic stuff. After you give them the content, you want to lead them into the offer, which should be your video marketing course and send them through a number of slides that will let them know what the product is, why they should sign up, who else has gone through it, the success of other people's businesses that have used your program or your strategies and send them through to a sales page where they can buy your product there. And that's pretty much kind of an overview of a webinar.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, That's fantastic. A couple of questions are surrounding that. Let's look at a webinar registration page. I'm sure you would have done a lot of the testing, but there are a number of different platforms out there that offer what they call higher converting webinar registration pages over the traditional go-to webinar page. What are your findings on that?
1: We did a number of testing because... I thought at first, you can't really customize the go-to webinar page that well. You can't add a video. You can't add this. And so I thought, what if we had a video on here and nice looking images and buttons and arrows and all this stuff? I wonder if we could optimize our conversions better because we were getting around 50% opt-ins from people that went to the page, the webinar registration page. And we tried this for about six months to a year. I, I did a webinar with Brian Tracy, who's like a top sales coach in the world and a a big kind of like big name in the business world. He did a personal video saying, Hey guys, Brian Tracy here. Number one, New York time bestseller. And I am so excited to come on this webinar with Lewis house. Make sure to sign up. Here's what you're going to learn. We thought this was going to blow it away. And like it got 10% conversion. We tried everything with different buttons, nothing converted as well as the, the simple look of go webinars, web re- uh, registration page. So for me, we went back to that and just stuck with what works.
0: That's really interesting. And um, I guess, would you assume that's because people like familiarity?
1: That's probably one of the things and it might, it may just be our audience. Who knows? Uh, so maybe, you know, if, if you've got a different audience and you're not getting convergence the way you want, then try a different page yourself. But it's probably because they started off with us for a year like that. And then we changed it up. Maybe who knows?
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. And in terms of the platform, you mentioned GoToWebinar. Do you think there's anything else in the market that is is comparable?
1: I don't think there's anything as good that's as consistently good and gives you everything you need to get results. There's some other stuff that has different like widgets and buttons and videos and stuff, but it's more expensive and not as reliable, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's that's my findings indicate that as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so moving on then. So initially you're promoting LinkedIn. You've you moved a little bit away from, or I wouldn't say moved away, but you're actually bringing in other different expertises into the product stable. What, what else are you focusing on now?
1: It's really on all social media marketing that works. So we've created Facebook product, we've created a YouTube product, we've got our LinkedIn product, we've got our webinar products, and we're just expanding our product line because I'm just talking about LinkedIn all the time they want, uh, my customers want more information as well on other social media sites, also how to build their business better online. So going into broader, yeah, how to grow your business online as well.
0: All right. Well, that's fantastic. So this has been a nice, short, sharp uh, interview, and I really appreciate you coming on, Lewis. Well mentioning before we hit record that um, you're coming out with your own podcast.
1: Yeah. I'm really excited about this because I, I do a lot of different content about business and online marketing and social media, but What I'm really excited about is connecting with the most inspiring minds in the world in athletics, in business, and kind of the celebrity world. So I have a new show called The School of Greatness, where I interview these inspiring minds, elite athletes, and celebrities on how to become great at what they do. So I'm going to be introducing these great people to my audience through this podcast and something I'm really excited about.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, It's a great premise for a show.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Listeners, keep an eye out for that particular podcast. But Lewis, where can our listeners connect with you?
1: Best place to come find all my information is at my website, lewishowes.com. That's
0: fantastic. Lewis, thanks
1: very much for coming on the call today. Thank you very much, Jake. Appreciate it.